I'm Bobby. I'm Nathan. And if you want, this could be a podcast. If I want, if this could sure. be a podcast, well, then this could be a podcast. I, I, I was saying yeah. the word secure too much, and I for, it's like when you say a word too much, when you're it like- stops and having it, meaning. It stops having meaning. You're like, <laughs> am I saying secure correctly? I don't know. I, I uh, Secure. 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 Isn't that, secure. Isn't that, isn't that funny? It's very- Well, weird. it's like read. It's like I love like when I'm working through and I'm like doing like graphic design or something. It's like, and I'm just running through fonts, and I'm just sitting there running through font after font after font, trying to like just- on one word and it's like mm-hmm. oh this word has no meaning now yeah it's it's very weird the combination of letters does it's, not compute it's anymore. not it's not a real thing anymore now yeah. it's just this abstract thing that's not a that's not real that happens when i'm making music and stuff i mean because you i mean when you're sitting down and you're writing parts and stuff for hours and hours and hours and hours and then you're just you're just listening to it and you're like i this is all just an amalgamation of stuff it's yeah. just a noise and i just you just literally need time away from it in order and to like, see, oh, no, and then you come back and you're like, oh, I see what this is missing. Or, Actually, I need to add a minor fifth onto this. Look at you. Do you, do you ever do that? Do yeah. You ever just say, oh man, I need to add a minor fifth. I usually lick my finger and like put it up <laughs> in the air and be like, I think <laughs> this, yeah, this needs yeah. a minor fifth. I usually just close my ear. I put my finger in my ear and yeah. then and then like open my mouth and then breathe in heavily and then I go, oh no, no, that's a minor fifth. That's what it's needed to do. So you do a you do a lot of karaoke. You do a lot of karaoke. Uh, I I don't. I hazard to say the term a lot. But but uh, how many people do you see that are trying to like correct their pitch by putting their <laughs> finger on their ear? Uh, not too many. Have not, you seen it though in the wild? I've, I've seen it in the wild. Yeah, man. Where Listen, the, it's a like karaoke is just this weird thing because a it is. I enjoy, I enjoy that there's people once and this goes back to my philosophy on if you take things too seriously. It, I I don't like it. I don't like when people th- take things too seriously. Anyhow, right. uh, but also it's a, it's extremely accessible. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't know. It, it, I, I'm sure like open tryouts for you know uh, fucking uh, I don't know a, a, like the invincible, <laughs> you know the Philly oh, fanatics okay, kind of thing. Yeah, you know just like you know people just trying their best. You know I'm just gonna go out there. And I'm gonna throw it out there. I'm gonna see what happens. I don't know I, if they're. Know, try, I don't know if they're trying their best. I think they're trying their hardest. Right, and then and then, I, and then there's the people who take it far too seriously and have no business what they're doing. What's to mm-hmm. be out there on the field at all? And that's that's what's interesting. It's a mixed bag. It reminds yeah. me. I was, I was scrolling scrolling through Reddit, and it's the Olympics. I don't know if you've been paying attention. Oh uh, yeah. But the Olympics have been going on. I haven't watched a lick of it, but um. They they had a little um they had a little interesting mini doc you know mm-hmm. on Reddit it, it was linked to a mini doc Kay. of uh the uh the high jumpers you know like the you know the guys that like jump over the in the women that jump over the bar oh okay like, yeah it's w- w- called a high jump right yeah that that is the high jump, the um, high jump? which is get this a summer Olympic sport yeah which why I was extremely confused because oh, we're gotcha. watching the Winter Olympics yeah I didn't, I didn't say specifically <laughs> okay. it was the Winter Olympics yeah the sport. high like high jump uh, the the Lindy Loop or what was it the leap but the but the uh, yeah I didn't know the innovation of it yeah. of uh, and how qu- and recently it was innovated to be jumping with your back you know to yeah. the to the pole versus like jumping with your stomach to the pole yeah. are you familiar with yes, this yes yes yeah. Yeah. It's it's super weird. Like I, the guy didn't train at all. 
The guy didn't. <laughs> yeah. He was very much an invincible situation where he was just. He was a civil oh. engineer. Oh, and then he's just like, "Hey, this makes he, more sense." He just makes more sense, and so he he clearly qualified because his technique was better. Yeah, right. He, so he was qualifying, but like apparently he was a, like a loner because he wasn't an athlete. He didn't train because oh. he does like everyone else was training to do this. He was like, you know, he was in shape and everything like that, yeah. but like. His just technique was better than everyone else, so he could just he can get away with it. It was it, it was almost like he could find a way to like throw a football farther, <laughs> or you know, kick a football farther, or throw a baseball faster. But you have it, to use your forehead. Yeah, but and then it requires zero training, which I found just fascinating. Like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> We're going to gloss over the fact that he just he qualified for the Olympics, Olympics. based on just well, technique back change. Back but, in the day, you could do that, right? But with a technique change, and now it's become the standard. Uh, yeah, uh, what was the, uh, there was a, like 2016, the Olympics. I remember there was a great video. 2016, the Atlanta Olympics? 20, London. The London. Okay. London Olympics. You got to uh, enunciate somebody, your words. You're telling me. Yeah. You and every theater director that has ever <laughs> had me ever. Hey, you know what you the trick is? Enunciate using the tips of your tongue. Uh, in the back your of your teeth? jaw. In the back of your jaw. Oh, really? In the back of your jaw. Yeah, I think oh. about your, your mandible. Think about that, and then try to really enunciate every word as you say it. Through. Tips of the tongue and the teeth. That's anyhow. Weave the strap. Weave the strap through the top. You, know, <laughs> you got parallel it. bar. Yeah. Uh, there was a great video of it was like I want to say like probably the nineteen twenty Olympics, something like that. Okay. The, I'm trying to remember what, what's the event where like you run and then you jump off the horse. It's not the pommel horse, but it's the vault or the vault. That's what it's called. Oh, uh, the this horse, is, like the inanimate object, yeah. not a horse, not a horse. I got you. Yeah, okay, not yes. the pommel horse. I was, uh, so uh, I yeah, was the vault, the, the 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 vault where you like you run and you jump yeah. and you do twists and turns and then, and then you then, land and you then get this. You stick the landing. You stick the, you landing. Stick the landing. It's what what's her face did in the 1996. Carrie Strap or Carrie Strug. Strug, whatever. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, it was like, hey, look at the 19, uh, it was probably like the 1918 or I don't remember what it, mm -hmm. it was just like a dude ran and jumped and just like jumped over the, jumped over the vault. Right. And that was it. He didn't do he anything. He didn't jump off the vault. No. And he didn't do any twists or turns or anything. He just jumped Nothing. and landed. He just jumped and landed. And oh. it was just like, and then here's the 2016 gold you know, medalist. And mm -hmm. it was like twisting turns and flipping and flopping and then, you know, and then sticking the landing. Innovation. It's like, this is what like less than a hundred years of Olympics looks like. Specialization, man. That's, yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's what it is. Well, it goes back to that old story from, uh, from early days of baseball, you know, where they were throwing, the, they were just throwing fastballs. Everything was yeah. a fastball. Like there was really, there was no other pitch. And then when the curveball came along, it was like this egregious act <laughs> yeah. of like, how, how dare, how, how fucking dare you? The pitcher tried to deceive the batter in such a way. And, that's and just think about that, uh, that innovation of like, yeah. I'm going to throw a curveball. And they're like, the fuck did that guy just do? No, no how dare you? No, absolutely not. How fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Well, well the, the same thing for pass. the forward pass in football <laughs> is another good example. What, like, what the fuck did that guy this? just do? He threw it that way. Is that against the rules? Is that I, against the rules? Currently, it's against the rules. Currently, we don't have a rule for it. We've <laughs> never even thought about throwing the ball forward. Has anybody thought about throwing the ball that way yet? We've only talked about throwing <laughs> it sideways. Yeah, maybe and backwards. Uh, you know, the, that's the crazy thing. But that is the innovation. Like, was that Jim Thorpe? Right? No, not Jim Thorpe. Uh, what's his name? Who innovated the forward yeah, pass? Yeah, who's the guy? <laughs> who's the guy who like in basically like modernized football? Bill Walsh. No. Bill Walsh. Who threw 
What, here, when you said Google wrong. What what term do you want to use? Uh, what, what, how do you want to search for this? I would dick? say, who invented the forward pass? Who invented the forward pass? The forward pass. Boom. Okay. Who invented the forward pass in football? Is this good enough for you? Yeah, or, that's what I or said. Or do you want to go to Wikipedia? Forward pass. Oh, uh, wiki. I'm a. You know me. You Wikipedia man. I'm a Wikimedia. I'm pretty sure Tony Romo didn't invent the forward pass, but he thought about it though. Oh, then that's Matt Castle. I'm pretty uh, sure Matt Castle. Castle. Also I, of all the things it. I know, Matt Castle certainly did not invent the forward pass. So, da, 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 who invented gridiron football? In gridiron football, da, 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 yeah. I just remember. Give me a goddamn name. Uh, was it Heisman? John Heisman. John Heisman did it. Yeah. John Heisman, namesake of the Heisman Trophy, wrote 30 years later. Uh, that indeed the Tar Heels had given birth to the forward pass uh, against the Bulldogs, the University of Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah, uh, it was uh, conceived to break a scoreless deadlock and give the UNC give UNC a six to nothing victory. That was that great John Boyce. So, the the forward pass had been attempted at least thirty years before the play was actually made legal. Okay, so it was an illegal yeah. thing to do. Passes uh, had been carried out successfully but illegally several times. Yeah. That doesn't make sense, uh, including in the 1876 Yale-Princeton game in which uh, Yale's Walter Camp threw, uh, threw forward to teammate Oliver Thompson as he was being tackled. Uh, Princeton's protest, one account said, uh, went for naught when the referee tossed a coin to make a decision and allowed the touchdown to stand. This doesn't make any sense. No. If it's an illegal thing, you don't allow it. it right. It's, it's well, illegal. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to flip a coin to make sure it's, it's illegal. It's like if I catch the fucking baseball that says thrown at me and then I toss up in the air and I hit it. And they're like, well, I mean, we tossed a coin. Yeah. It's we fine. We tossed a coin. It's okay. It's cool. Yeah, what was uh, the John Boyce? The John Boyce. John Boyd? B O I S. Okay. Uh, he's the. He's the. He's an interesting creator. Okay. For I'm trying to remember what invisible uh, he d- he does some really interesting YouTube videos. We watched the one about the uh, the marathon from the 1904 uh, Olympic Olympics. Olympics. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He had a very interesting one. It was like Georgia Tech, John Heisman, Georgia Tech versus I'm trying to remember who. Okay. I'm trying to remember what it was. What, and it was a really interesting story, and what I found very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I'm trying to remember who Georgia Tech was playing. It all started with a baseball game. Oh yeah, I do remember this. And it was like the the this was this was uh, separate from the forward pass. Yes, this was right. Georgia pace facing a uh, an Ivy League school, a, I an Ivy League school, and the Ivy League school like went destroyed through them in baseball, in baseball because they had a bunch of ringers. They went yeah. through and like went to the local like uh, pro team and said, "Oh, you're now we're you're now like playing for Yale, yeah, or, or, or whatever it was, yeah." Maybe it was Harvard. I don't, I don't remember. It was an Ivy League school. I remember that. And they then, destroyed him in baseball. And then, and then John Heisman's to, like, well, okay, now I'm going to absolutely demolish you. It was the biggest lopsided game in history. Yes, That's what it, was it was like 110 to 0. Right. In, in football. Yeah. And it was just like a ridiculous game. Yeah. The but, most lopsided game. Yeah. And it was uh, John Heisman. John Heisman. I uh, believe they did similar tactics as well of, of like... Not not hiring professionals, but getting close to professionals. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so it says here um, in a 1905 experimental game at Wichita, Kansas, uh, Washburn University and Fairmount College, uh, what would become Wichita State, okay. used the pass before new rules allowing the play were approved in early 1906. That's what I want more of. That's the thing. That's what I want more of. I want more experimental Ex- games. This is what I think. Okay, this is what I want, guys. So you want more XFL. <laughs> 
Well, here's the deal. If the rules of the XFL changed with every single fucking game, that'd be interesting. Well, I would I would watch that. They had some innovative rules, but uh, so credit for the first pass goes. We'll just complete the trivia question if you're okay. ever you know, at a trivia interested. night. I know you like karaoke. You also like trivia nights, too. Credit for the first uh, pass goes to Fairmount's Bill Davis. No. And who completed a pass to Art Salter. So oh. how, what's your mnemonic device to remember Fairmount's Bill Davis? <laughs> no, I don't have one. No. No? Yeah, uh, no. No, there's nothing there. Bill yeah. Cosby and... I don't know. Who's a... Who's a famous Davis? Uh, Jim Davis. He's the creator of Garfield. Garfield. Yeah. So you See all this? It's all Garfield. It's all Garfield. <laughs> Just imagine Garfield throwing <laughs> a football. This is, what, this is your mnemonic <laughs> device here. You're going to be asked this question at a, at a trivia question, a trivia night. No Who? one's get, no one's going to remember the name. I'll not remember. I'll remember Bill Davis and Fairmount, but nobody's going to remember which Dust date or where, you, what year this you're happened. You're going to ask. You're going to say what? What quarterback? What was the name of the uh, the quarterback who was first credited with a forward pass? It, Bill, and Garfield's going to come to your fucking head. The que- Bill Davis would be in the question, not the answer. That's just you think. Yeah, Bill Davis played for Bill Davis played for this team against the now Wichita State. Well, no, no, Fairmount. Yeah, Fairmount. Yeah, no, Wichita. Fairmount wasn't. Yeah. So what? What would you do? Hey, here's here it is. Garfield never thought the amount of pasta was a fair amount. Jeez, this is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up with shitty. The so the idea. Yeah, the idea. Of the I'm going to ask pass. you at the end of this fucking podcast. Uh, about Bill Davis? About what college Bill Davis went to. Uh, he went to Fairmount. And he, here's the interesting thing. He was, uh, a, he completed it to Art Salter. Now, now that we're never going to remember. Nobody's going to remember. Art Garfunkel's. Salter. Namesake. I remember a hunter named Eddie Salter, but that's about it. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so Washburn. Oh, Washburn University, huh? Forward pass. It's just such a, I mean, I would love the, here's the deal. I'd love to see an exhibition game where it's just like, Okay, guys, this is... Well, the NBA All-Star Game just happened just last night, so... Like, like that's what those, that's that's what those what, things hold are. Hold on, the NBA All-Star Game was last night? Yeah, no one fucking cares. Is it not during the all Is there not an All-Star break for NBA? No, they just play all... They play year-round. Why Because they never... If you stop playing basketball, your conditioning goes down, like, a ton. My question is... That's why who, they play Summer League. That's why the off, the off-season for basketball is nothing. Who is actively watching basketball? Not me. NBA. Not me. Particularly. I, I, I enjoy college basketball. I don't. Like, I mean, I enjoy Ma- March Madness. Get this. You know, I mean, it'd be better if it was a round robin tournament, but I enjoy, like, yeah. I enjoy, like, the cutthroatness of the March, Mar- of March Madness. March Madness is probably my favorite sporting event. It's interesting just because it is, like, it, like I said, it's cutthroat. I mean, if you're, this is. Yeah. If you don't fucking nail this, if you're not leaving it out on the, it's yeah. like it's like uh, it's like an NFL playoffs. You know, if you're mm-hmm. things get goofy. But the the difference between the NFL playoffs and March Madness is that there's so much going on simultaneously, right? Which is the beauty of it. When you're watching, you know, uh, Wichita State, great basketball college. You know, mm-hmm. Wichita State, you know, playing XYZ team when they were uh, underdog, like that that could be a great game. But you could also like shift over to True TV and watch another great game that's going on. Yeah. You know, you can just keep tabs. It's just a wonderful, at least for the first couple weeks. You know, the first couple weekends and everything. It's a wonderful time of uh, time of the year. If I didn't have yeah. to pay taxes at that time of year, it'd be my favorite time of the year. Oh yeah. But uh, no, I I just uh, I don't. Um, 
Yeah, I don't get it. I, I don't get the idea of the NBA. Why anybody watches it? Well, I've, I've said it before on the podcast too, and I, th- I think it's true because I said it. Um, but <laughs> the but I think the NBA. Oh, so humble. Thank you. So thank humble. you. I am the most humblest. No, I think the NBA suffers from the same thing that baseball does. That what they're doing is incredibly difficult, but they're so good at it they make it look very easy. Shooting a three pointer or driving the lane or you know doing anything that they're doing it is very sure. difficult to do. Right, and they do it with such consistency and ease that it looks like oh well that's just easy to do. And also, once again, this is my this is my rule, and I'm going to handle steadfast to this rule. If you are playing over a hundred games in a season, that's your thing, and you can't figure out who the best player, best team mm-hmm. is, your your shit's broken. And that's and that's where it's a more of a double edged sword. It, it's it's opposite ends of the spectrum, I guess, for 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 basketball and for baseball. So baseball, the length of it is part of the grind, the endurance, the 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 ability to be a good team throughout the course of the yeah. year, or the ability to come back from being a bad team to becoming a good team. Telling that story, that's part of the grind of baseball, right? I understand. Sure. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, but as like, compared to as compared last, to the NBA, where it's just like. You've got superstars taking, you know, weeks off on fake injury leave. No, well, yes, just so they're they're saving themselves up for the playoffs. Playoffs, yeah. And it's like, then why have these games? But part what's, of, the, what's the point of having these games? Part of that is the conditioning factor of basketball. That's why, like, when the the finals get done in, I b- believe June. You know, like they get done in June. I mean, they start doing like. Like summer, summer league, like Pitches immediately. Pitchers and catchers report. The next but month. but the the season picks up in fucking October. Like it's yeah. it's not that long of a layoff. Well, I but but then what's the like? We don't need to watch. We don't need to watch their conditioning. We don't need to see that they continue to be in good condition mm-hmm. for October. I no. think part of the length of the schedule is to maintain conditioning for the players. Period. I think that, I think that's what it is. You think it's incapable. Unless there's money on the line, as refer like re- referring to like their salaries, mm-hmm. that the only reason that they're staying in condition is because there's money on the line, well, not because of they have to stay in condition for the next year. Well, and I'd also look at this. Look at the the longevity of basketball. Basketball was very much the third sport, younger sibling of football and baseball yeah. for many, 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 many years. Yeah, many, many years. It it wasn't until I mean Michael Jordan becoming Michael I'd Jordan the fifth save after boxing and horse racing. You could make the case that boxing was more popular than basketball <laughs> yeah. in the sixties and seventies. Yeah, for sure. Right, yeah. no doubt. And I wasn't alive; you weren't alive then. But yeah, like historically speaking, I think you can make that case. It was a weird. It was this weird thing. I remember like reading but, about this like in the nineteen fifties, where it's like top three sports were yeah. baseball, boxing, and horse racing. Mm-hmm. Like that, those were like the big yeah. money. Catchers. But in our modern era of you know top four, where NHL number one, NHL number one, in you know heart. us go go Calgary, okay? Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, you know I'm a Maple Leafs man. Come on, man, you well, know that, you I'm know a, that. I'm a Flames man over here. <laughs> oh yeah. Look at us knowing Canadian <laughs> hockey teams. Don't um, get me started on the San Jose Sharks. But in the modern, are they, a- are they still a team? I, I think so. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know. They're number four on this list, if you can't tell. <laughs> but I mean, football obviously number one. I I think basketball in popularity has definitely mm. surpassed baseball. Oh yeah, and and then baseball, and then uh, uh, NHL yeah. number four in. in but I would, but uh, the long ago, where's MMA in this? I don't I, think. I, I don't like, think. I feel like MMA slipped. 
Am I crazy? I I was never super into it, but again, like, uh, were you ever into super into NBA? No. Or NHL? Yeah. Well, no. I mean, look, Mighty Ducks had. We don't got to get down Joshua Jackson again. Yeah. But also, like, just NHL when I, when I, NHL started being aired on Fox, like, I think that also made a difference as well. But or, it, or maybe I'm crazy. My my point is, back to my point. I was trying to. Oh, make. you got a point. Okay. <sighs> The, the season length of basketball was basically to survive the end of baseball, the totality of football, yeah. and then that lull in between football ending and baseball starting again. Because basketball really kind of owns that time between the Super Bowl and when baseball See, starts. I don't out. know if the NFL was really that big. Like in the, I'm thinking in like the 70s into the 80s, NFL... Uh, yeah, I mean, as soon as tele- as soon as NFL started being on TV, as soon as NFL started being televised, like compared compared to what I'm just thinking, like heyday of like Celtics and Lakers and uh, television wise, no, yeah, didn't, I, didn't I don't, compare, did not compare. I don't know. I okay, there. but we can look at TV ratings. Yeah, I'm not going. Like at no point do I want to put any mental energy in actually figuring that out. I'm just saying part of the length of an NBA schedule is partially conditioning and i would bet to survive the heightened state of other sports because when basketball starting that's the playoffs of baseball so you're getting just the playoffs of anything is going to be better than the start of any other season right especially a season that's so long i don't need to watch the first 10 games of the lakers because it's not going to make or break their season who's going to watch it who's watching this but anyway so that part of that and then when you know when you have basketball kind of overtaking baseball and trying to be as popular or more popular than the NFL, which is you know hard to do, um, that's when it's the season actually is kind of playing up against those things. So they're they're never really competing. Like there's a reason why people play football or uh, basketball on Christmas because it's their day. Like they get a day, right? That's why. Oh uh, sure. It's their version of football being played on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And is it though? I. It, yes, to some respect. I, okay, yeah. I don't. Once again, I don't understand the NBA. Well, I'd you, rather you watch. You have a curling. problem with it? I'm trying to I, explain I'd, to I'd, you. I'd rather watch curling. Quite frankly, uh, it's here's the deal. It's it's boring. What? It's like Basketball? NFL. NBA is boring. The NFL is boring too. No, the NFL is not boring. Hmm. I don't think so. But but you have an interest in the sport. Um. Yeah. You don't have an interest in basketball. I don't have an interest in curling, but I'd fucking watch curling. Hmm. Have you watched more basketball or curling this year? Like, here's a question. I've I've, I've been obligated to watch more basketball. <laughs> like, I've not chosen to watch. Have you watched any of the Olympics? No, not a single fucking thing. Were you ever into the Olympics? Uh, nope. Keep blowing into the mic. Nope. By the way. <laughs> I I've never. No, I've never been like guys. The it's the Olympics. Yeah. Oh, uh, I enjoy the idea of the Olympics. I enjoy the idea of like these kind of weird niche sports mm-hmm. uh, to some extent. I mean, like I'm not sitting there watching power walking or or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You ever watch speed walking? You ever watch that shit? No, I'm, I'm with you. I don't watch the Olympics. So. <sighs> watch it. Like, please do yourself a favor. Watch them. Like, watch, I think I've seen a little watch bit of two it. minutes of speed walking and say. What the fuck is this? Yeah, how is this a thing? So you haven't watched the Olympics? No, I no, uh, no not at mm. all. It, it's just uh, I haven't been anywhere where it's been on, and that's pretty much. That's it. the only time I watch it is when it's on somewhere. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not. I'm not searching it out because it's just not. Yeah. 
I enjoy. I think I j- might enjoy Winter Olympics more than Summer Olympics. Yeah. I don't know. Just I feel like the stakes are a little bit higher, just because like, hey, when you're like doing a you know downward ski, not down. You know, when you're doing like slalom and when you're doing mm-hmm. like bobsled, it's just like there's full on danger around every yeah. turn instead of like a dude sprinting a 400 might yeah. like I've always wondered his how hamstring. I've always wondered how they practice the uh like the ski jumps and the the snowboard like when they when they do the it's it's not a slalom is it when they when they go from very high up and then they jump off the ramp and they see how far they can get and land successfully I think that's called like I want it's not called the long jump big air It's not big big air big You know what I'm talking about yeah, though Yeah exactly How do you practice that how, how do you fuck? how do you like start that? Uh, what I feel like there is a, a, <laughs> a, a dare I say a leap, <laughs> right? You and can, he hates like, puns. Uh, as uh, as far as like going through and jumping. Okay, I'm jumping and I'm going ten feet, twenty feet. Okay, yeah. but then then there's like this. I feel like there's got to be some kind of gulf that you've got to cross. Where yeah. it's like, well, actually, I've got to go this fast <laughs> for me to like get any kind of lift. Yeah. Uh, for me to do this, right? I because I, I fear I, I feel like they have to just do it. Like the first time that they're competing is the first time they're doing it. Because <laughs> I, I agree, like they're, you can like do you can do like levels of it. Yeah. Like you're like oh, okay, I'm, this is what ten, 10 feet, feet. And this is what ten feet, twenty feet, yep, thirty feet, which is also can do bodily harm. Yeah. By the way, thirty <laughs> feet can do bodily harm. Talking to somebody who's like fallen down the stairs and broken every bone in his body, and I've done big air before. I mean, I got off you know five feet off the ground, man. Like I've never landed, like, never, but, never. One, what, how do you fucking practice? How do you practice? I don't know. So I was, uh, what was it? Uh, so for my TV show, where I, I travel around, going to unique spots and triple T, triple T, travel the tri states. Check uh, it out on uh, YouTube. Yeah, I'm on YouTube, man. Just yeah, check me out on YouTube. You can plug it. You can plug it on this show. I feel it's weird. It's a weird thing. To, uh, listen, I don't plug want your TV show. Plug my TV show. I'm this not is gonna, why we have a podcast. We I'm have not going to. Pl- I'm not going to plug my podcast on the TV show. That's the other, you know, well, synergy. Anyway, personal synergy is not something I'm a, <laughs> like. I'm a big proponent of. Well, that's the name of the show. <laughs> personal synergy. <laughs> Anyhow, so I'm sitting there and like, so I go out to uh, the local ski. Resort. ski resort and i'm skiing and i'm like i'm not a good skier mm-hmm. I, I i'm an adequate skier yeah if you ski anything like you golf it's very rigid and stiff you got it okay cool. you got it. okay <laughs> it's, it's just me i've never <laughs> seen you ski but i'm guessing i can ski I, I like i can get down the hill i'm not falling down you're not falling right. down i you also <laughs> probably have a really good center of gravity i don't think you're falling down i'm not falling down yeah. that's 100 percent. Yep. like exactly what's going on here yeah it's not graceful though. Uh, it's not, no, no one's just there and goes, "Wow, that guy, Majestic. that guy fucking gets it." Wait, it's, can I ask real quick? Did you have your hair? Because Nathan's got long, long, yeah. red flowing hair. Yeah. Uh, no, but did you have your hair down? No, it's up in a, it's up. Because I think it'd be more majestic if it was down and flowing. Uh, maybe, maybe. It's a, they say that you know, like NFL running backs that have like the long dreads coming yeah. out of there, they look faster just because the hair's flopping mm. up and down. It's a joke. It's like a point of it, reference. Well, it, it just looks, yeah, it has a point of reference, exactly. Yeah, it looks like they're running faster. Yeah. Because so, it's waving in the air. I'm out there. I'm at the ski resort. I'm doing my awkward skiing. Because, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I ski maybe once a year, maybe twice a year. It's yeah. like golfing. Well, <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, good year I'm golfing twice a year. A- anyhow, uh, so I'm out there, and the guy who was, like, shooting me, he was recording me. Recording, yeah. 
He's like, oh, man, hey, there's that jump over there. Go over that fucking jump. I'm like, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to go off a fucking jump. I am 30 whatever years old. I am not going to, like, and I've got, like, uh, I'll probably, we got another, like, hour or two of shooting. Yeah. I'm not going to fucking go off a fucking jump hmm. at all. Why not? Because I'm scared to death. And because I'm fairly certain I would not stick the landing. Talk about graceful. Yeah. You know, that's not going to happen. I, I just, I'm not saying, like, in my heart. Of you know what the trick is? What's that? Uh, you got to control your mandible of your jaw. <laughs> That's the trick. That's the trick. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's all about being loosey-goosey and, like, you know, absorb, no, it's absorbing the shock. Well, you do have to have a solid base. <laughs> right. Listen. Like, I you're got, talking to a man a, that's landed a five-foot jump. Okay. I got a lot of power in my hips. What can I say? Anyhow, he's like, no, I'm not doing that. So the idea, so the idea of, like, going and jumping, mm-hmm. you know hundreds of feet in the air well i've seen i i've seen like jumps there we are we live in an area where there are some like practice facilities i've seen yeah. and stuff like that but they're all landing into like a foam pit but I'm like that doesn't really give you a sense i i think that's much more for the you know the tricks kind of thing mm. off of a, off a big jump you know like yeah. where you know you're going to kind of land in the general vicinity right because sure you've done the physics to be like i'm going this fast i'm going to come off this way right. i can do tricks and then land in a foam right. pit which still would be very difficult to do and not a fun thing, but I've, I've sure. seen that at least set up. I have no idea how the hell they can set up a thing of like, you're going to start here. And if get this, if you're going this fast, you're going to land here. But if you're going this fast, you're going to land way over here. So just keep that in mind and hope there's not a crosswind. And yeah. And all these different things where it's, I really don't think you can practice it until you're just doing it. And you're like, okay, cool. And then the, I would love, cause we've kind of actually seen this in, in golf. They've recently uh, introduced the heartbeat rhythm of a golfer. We, I, I remember it was late in the season. Oh yeah. They yeah. were, they were intru- professionally. Yeah. Professionally. They were interested introducing the pulse rate of the heart. Yeah. You know, so like you can kind of tell like how much pressure the player was under, mm-hmm. which as a libertarian, I fucking hate. You know, that's personal information. No, I don't. I, mean, I, I don't need. I don't mind si- if somebody wants to sign up for it. That's fine. If somebody wants to get pressured by their net, by their manager, manager. Uh, I don't like that. I don't mind it because it's well. You know. I don't like that, but I would like to see the heart rate of the person getting ready to jump and like. I don't know where the fuck I'm going to land. I don't know if I'm going to land. I might never I do see, this again. I feel like they they all. I don't know. Maybe I just got to learn more about the. No, here's the deal. I don't care. I don't care enough. To, <laughs> I don't care enough to find out the. Here's the thing, we care more about finding out about <laughs> the forward pass. What was his name? Without looking. Uh, it is. Come on, Bill Davis. Bill he Davis played for Fairmount. Yeah. As he played against Wichita, Kansas, but Bills before those Wichita, Kansas. No, he was Fairmount turned into Wichita State. No, Fairmount was a different school. Yeah, no, uh, Washburn University is what they played at. Washburn. Turned into no nope, <gasps> Fairmont. Oh, Fairmont became Wichita. Yeah. I thought Washburn it's called fact checking. Fact check false. Mm. Did you ever have you ever been to Wichita? Oh yeah, yeah. So that's actually where we bastardized the state song. Oh, that's right. So my my wife and I, when we were touring musicians, we we had the opportunity. We submitted. They wanted there was a there was a casino that was opening up, newly in, opening casino in Wichita, Kansas, and um. So my my mother uh, worked with the casinos that were opening up so we didn't it wasn't nepotism but it was kind of nepotism it's nepotism bobby come as someone who despises nepotism but (laughs) let me me explain though let me explain let me explain okay 
Okay, I'm gonna explain you, why it wasn't well, nepotism. Because let's let's. I want this to be on the record. Bobby uh-huh. will rail against nepotism. I hate it. At every because I never received at, it at every single turn, <laughs> and he's never received it. Please tell me why. how your mother got you this gig. Please. She didn't. That's the thing. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, did I have connections in the casino? Yes. But I don't think that's nepotism. At no point did somebody say, actually, this guy, Here's what this happened. guy's mom, so-and-so. Here's what happened. I'm gonna, can I tell a story? Can I tell the story, Nathan? No. I've okay. Got the, I've got the story in my head. Let's see if it checks out. Okay. So here's what happened. So we're touring musicians. We're touring around the country, blah, 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 writing our own music. This is not on our radar. Living your own dream. We're living our own dream. Okay. And then uh, they're opening this new casino in Wichita, Kansas. The Kansas Star. In the Kansas Star is exactly what it's called. I drove right past. Good it. for you. Uh, so I remember that. Um, so what we what happened was they were they were doing an ad campaign for the opening, and the the state song of Kansas is "Home on the Range." So they were accepting submissions. That's another trivia point, by the way. I guess. That is another trivia point. the The state song of Kansas is "Home on the Range." So we were. Uh, we they were they were accepting submissions by they were hiring out yeah. bands they were hiring out uh you know uh music Anybody library companies mother. and they, they were trying to find a rendition of home on the range to use honestly like i swear to god they were looking for months like to try to find this fucking song like a version of the song they wanted all right okay so they were running into roadblocks they could not find a song they could not find a version of the song they liked and so uh the guy that was opening up the casino reached out to me he said hey your uh, mom t- says no and that's not what happened okay she didn't have, have anything to do with this okay until she got a letter um <laughs> so he he reaches out and he says hey um we're having a really hard time finding a version of home on the range how did this guy get your number i i worked for him before okay like he's I, I consider him and, a friend and where at, at the at the casino at which the casino, casino? At the the local casino here that my mom got me a job at. Okay. But that my work ethic had nothing to do with, you okay. know, I got the job. Look, I experienced nepotism there, but <laughs> okay, that's just me getting a job. This okay. is not this job, though. Okay. okay. We're talking this specific situation. So a guy who knew you because your mom gave you a job. We had already is- become friends. I was actually friends with him before I got a job, too, because we used to sit around and watch March Madness together. So I was a child. Is a family friend. He's a family friend. No, I used to go over to his house. I used to pick up dog poop at his house, actually. Okay. I was a family friend. He was a family friend. Okay. Um, so they were having a hard time finding, and he knew that we played music. And he's like, hey, would you guys mind doing like doing a version of this yeah. home on the range stuff with no pay it wasn't like we're going to pay you this amount to do the song it was like, oh you didn't get paid no just to like throw th- throw it in there throw it in a submission oh, okay you, just just to get picked just to get picked because there's a lottery it wasn't his choice okay it wasn't his choice to pick the song he had to get it approved by the fucking casino and the boy no <laughs> she didn't god damn it <laughs> so i remember he told he told me he's like we kind of want to do like a journey like version like a like a rock and roll version of home on the so range. you got inside information good god can i tell the story can i tell the story because yeah. it's a good story okay <laughs> okay there's no nepotism well, I mean, here's it, like the like the punchline is good the punchline the punchline is good that's the punchline well he, so he told me specifically journey Okay. All right, he's like Journey was the band that he referenced, like Journey Aerosmith version of Home on the Range, and me as a songwriter, I'm like, well, that's kind of fun. Like, yeah, yeah can I write a Journey sure. style Home on that's the Range? That's a fun. That's a fun project. And so we were staying with my my friend's grandfather in in Boulder, Colorado. Gorgeous. Who was way. eighty in his late eighties at this point in time, and, and I was basically living downstairs with my buddy, and we had our like little studio set up and everything, and here I am like singing my best Steve Perry, you know, to do. 
home on the range. Like, yeah. And I remember our, my buddy's grandpa, like, he recognized that I was singing Home on the Range, but in no way, shape, or form like the song Home on the Range. And he was like, what, what? What is going on? What are you boys doing down there in my what, basement? What is going on? Because that's how people in Boulder, Colorado, sound. By the way, when you're old, it's true. Um, and I'm you it, boys in that basement. You're playing that home on the range. A little bit different. A little bit different. And so we he, uh, we explained it to him, and uh, and we're like, well, we're doing this for a casino, and blah blah blah. So we sent that in. Yeah, it was not accepted. It was not accepted. It was not accepted. It was not what they were looking for. Although I did it, you know, pretty damn close on to exactly what they were looking for. So not not okay. accepted, okay? Okay. First edition. And then your mom stepped in. No. God damn it. No. This is not a Jake and Maggie Gyllenhaal situation, okay? Is it close? I didn't to that? make Prince of Persia and then get many more opportunities to do things, okay? Well, listen, so here's he, the thing. I didn't make October Sky either, okay? But anyway, so what happened is, and then uh, then we uh, was Prince of Persia the same year that he made. Uh, I don't know. I'm not talking about Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay? Uh, Brokeback Mountain? No, I don't care. It's close. Fine, whatever. But anyway, so then we got some notes on like, hey, this is kind of more what we're looking for. How we many want other people are they giving notes to, Bobby? Look, I know they hired multiple bands to do this. Okay, I know they hired multiple. They commissioned multiple bands, not getting paid. Yeah, that's what your mom said. Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for the break. It's coming. It's so close. It's so close. Uh, it's so close. You have no idea. So then we, th- <laughs> then we wrote the, then we, uh, we, we took the notes. You tweaked it. We tweaked it, and we made we it a little it. more like they were going for. And then they're like, "That's it. That's you the one." Some edges. Is that pretty much? No, what I just it was? did a whole different version. They kind of wanted more <laughs> like a like they wanted basically a more wagon wheelie feel. When they to said it. REO, they really meant when yeah, they said REO wagon wheel, <laughs> not REO speed wagon. <laughs> Yeah. Ario Speedwagon Wheel is what they were really that's wanted. That's really what they wanted. That's really, and that's pretty much what we <laughs> ended up. Yeah, Ario Speedwagon Wheel. Um, and now to the bit where so it's actually good. So we did two versions of it. It got accepted. Yeah. All right, and then so it started playing on the uh, the the commercials for this can for this uh, casino opening up, and then we were invited to come in and play our rendition of Home on the Range for the casino opening. And At any point, did anybody go woo? Uh, no one did woo. No one cared about us playing then. We did get paid. We ended up getting paid because they accepted the song. Okay. okay. But again, we were one of many. We yeah. did not. And my mom had no. Who signed the check? Not my mom. Not my mom. Um, did your mom's, was your mom the boss of the guy who signed the check? No. Not at the time. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> Officer, not at the time. <laughs> no. <laughs> I cannot recall. <laughs> <laughs> No, so so we go to we go to Wichita, beautiful Wichita, Kansas, which is very flat and gorgeous. Know, just I enjoyed Wichita, Kansas, and, and we'll get to your wonderful Wichita story yeah. here. But we we got there, and so we were going out to dinner that night. And this is this is where I did get special okay. treatment. Where'd you go to dinner? Uh, some at nice the restaurant. casino? No, the oh. casino uh, downtown Wichita. Yeah, we went to some nice restaurant. Right? Did, With, was it a brew pub? Uh, maybe it might have been. I don't know. Did uh, you go upstairs? Yeah, we were upstairs. Yeah. Was there a balcony? Uh, yeah, kind of. Hmm. A little bit. We were upset. We were. It was look. It was posh. It was nice. Okay. Oh, it wasn't. It was, the a, place it was, to, it was casino money. It was, you know, we're mm, dealing with yeah. sweet casino money. <laughs> I think we got paid like five thousand dollars or something like that for it. It was like holy shit, five thousand dollars when we were on the well, road. Five thousand. Listen, five. I mean, listen. You give me to it. Check five thousand dollars right now. Yeah. For, for, uh, for two thirty-second versions of Home on the Range. I'm and like that aren't good. No, they were good. Oh, they were good. <laughs> They were good. 
Are uh, they still using it today, Bobby? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Because here's the other thing, too. This is where the I good, think this is the kicker. This, this is, is the kicker. This is, this this is, is why you've part. listened to this fucking story that Nathan's made drawn out much longer than possible. Yeah. Well, um, I didn't draw it out. Your mom did. God damn you. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're out to dinner. And they keep talking about this letter. They keep talking about this letter because the, the governor of Kansas did not want this casino built. He didn't like, did not like the legislation for <sighs> for, a cas- gam- for gambling yeah, being well, open. So. And so he was pushing back on it. And they kept talking about this letter. And I'm like, what, do you, what are you guys talking about with this letter? Like, what, what letter are you guys talking about? Yeah. And they're like, well, they sent us a letter. And, um, yeah, they, were, they, they had, like, a list of complaints and stuff like that about the casino. I'm like, well, what were the complaints? And they're like, well, that were... We're bastardizing the state song in a commercial campaign that we're running and everything mm-hmm. like that. And I'm like, wait, you're talking about like the song, the song that, it. like our version of Home on the Range? And he's, they're like, yeah. And I'm like, wait, did he really say, like, they you said we were bastardizing <laughs> the state the, song? The governor's of Kansas? literally talking about the song that I arranged. Is, yeah, is that the yeah, appropriate that my, my arrangement of Home on the Range. I've bastardized, bastardized the state song. A, a statewide elected official yeah. used the word bastardization. Heard my song <laughs> with referring to this, this song that I and, arranged. And so we're at a uh, not at, wrote. No, I didn't. And I didn't write it. Right. I arranged it. Arranged. You know? Yeah. Right. And, and so I'm like sitting at dinner. I'm like, and they're all. You know, they're concerned because they're. It's. Uh, it's much more important <laughs> to them. <laughs> Listen, right. It's the governor of the, the fucking state, state that you're back. operating a fucking casino. In. But I'm like, can I get a copy of that letter possibly framed just for my own? Like, cause yeah. I just, I want that for myself. You yeah. know, well, I just want to that's know a feather in your cap. I, yeah, I, I thought it was a, a feather in your cap. It's a nice feather in my cap to know yeah. that the governor of, the fine Kansas, state of Kansas heard my rendition of it, <laughs> of <laughs> home on the range and said, a letter needs to be written. Oh, this fucking, they're uh, bastardizing. On right. official letterhead, yep. send them a letter because they need to know how, my feelings yeah. on this song. I don't. Does Iowa have a state song? I don't think Iowa has a state song. Oh, I think every state has a state song. I don't, do they though? I mean, listen, it's like state birds. Like goldfinch is like the state bird for like seven states. By the way, I don't think Iowa's state song is as impo- as popular as Home on the Range. Um, uh, the song of Iowa. Is this acceptable to you? I don't know. Oh, Tannenbaum. Excuse hey, me? That's a good burp. Thanks for burping right hey, into the- Hey, I tried- Well, that was not directly into the microphone you sent up. The Song of Iowa was written by Major S.H.M. Byers. Um, that dude fucked, by the way. Byers fought for the Union of the American Civil War. Okay. Uh, not the War of Northern Aggression, as they would say down in the South, uh, but was captured by the Confederacy in 1863 whilst in jail in Libby Prison in Richmond, Virginia. Gorgeous. I would love to. He was inspired listen. to write the Song of Iowa after hearing the Confederate bands play playing uh, Maryland, My Maryland. You ever just said that? Also like, set to O. Tannenbaum. Okay. Oh, so he like. So the Maryland, My Maryland was set to O. Tannenbaum. The Song of Iowa is also set to Otanabom? No, outside of his prison cell. So he wrote the lyrics and upon his release asked a French opera singer at Foster's Opera at Foster Opera House in Des Moines, Iowa to perform it for the first time. The song was well received by the audience who requested con- uh, constant encores of it. Uh, in order to foster state pride, Byers ran a contest in 1902 for teachers wherein the teacher who taught the Song of Iowa to the most students could recite it. Uh, who could recite it by heart would receive a gold watch. Interesting. 
<laughs> so, uh, as what a, a result, scam. right? As a result of the contest, approximately two hundred fifty thousand students had learned the song by heart, and every school in the state had uh, been singing it. A total of five hundred thousand copies of the song had been sold by October nineteen o two. That's the scam part. <laughs> in nineteen eleven, the Iowa State Legislature of Legislature officially designated the song of Iowa as Iowa State song. The song would perform at ceremony ceremonial events in the state, usually uh, immediately after the American national anthem the star spangled banner so there you go it's a scheme that's a that's, fucking scheme that's a scheme that's a scheme if i ever that is a man who was trapped in a jail he's like oh god i gotta uh, i'm gonna steal this old my maryland song well, here. no is it set to o Tannenbaum? no he was okay. inspired to write inspired to write the song of iowa the song is set to the tune of o Tannenbaum. so there you go and then he did totally steal it oh, you asked what land i love best Tis Iowa, oh Iowa, the fairest state of all the West. It's Iowa. Oh, the lyrics. Oh, Iowa. From yonder Mississippi stream to where Missouri's waters gleam. The oh fair it is a poet's dream. Oh Iowa in Iowa. That's not bad. I don't. I don't mind that little stanza there. Mm-hmm. Go read the story of thy past, oh Iowa, oh Iowa. What glory deeds, what fame thou hast, oh I. Not I don't know about that. What glorious deeds. So long as time's great cycle runs, our or nations weep their yeah, fallen, fallen ones. ones. Thou not forget thy patriot sons, O Iowa, O Iowa. Uh, I mean, it's I mean great. that and a gold watch will get you a bunch of money. <laughs> yeah, well, here's the deal. Uh, you gotta like lean into patriotism and mm-hmm. fucking nationalism. Oh, <laughs> so long as time's great cycle runs, our nations weep their fallen, fallen ones. ones. That's, that's that's not a bad lyric. That's for good. the times, yeah. I don't like the third. I don't like the third uh, stanza, but that's about it. Uh, well, it's following the rhyme scheme. So in the second and fourth lines, they go well, no, "Tis no, Iowa, like, oh Iowa." Well, no, I'm sorry. What's, what's, what, what, it's not a stanza. Then what is this? It's verse, I guess. Yeah. Third verse of it. Mm-hmm. Go read the story of thy past. I think you you, you said glory deeds, but uh, glorious. I think it, what. Well, I think yeah. if you said glorious deeds, maybe what fame thou hast, what glorious deeds that no. what fa- what glorious deeds do this does the state of Iowa have now or in nineteen or eighteen? I mean, uh, some would say whatever. we won the Civil War. Yeah, really? Some I don't say. know a single person would say that, but some some say that. Then uh, the question uh, is, can I yeah. get a letter from the governor of Iowa now that bastardized? <laughs> bastardized. Can you go ahead? How many songs can I bastardize? How many state songs can I bastardize? I think it's going to be, a, this is going to be a difficult, this is it's a tough road to hoe. This, uh, <laughs> this uh, trying to turn this into some kind of, well, for start- starters, you're going to have people are going to be like, what is this? Mm-hmm. What is this motherfucker talking about? Yeah. Uh, no, I, 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 well, I do agree that it's the fairest state of all the Wests. I think. You think it's the fairest state of all the West? And first off, the fairest, like the the prettiest state, or like yeah. the because the fairest, like I go to, I, I would say fairest between. Like, I'm very fair between weather mm-hmm. and beauty. It's up there. Okay. I mean, uh, but of all the West, compared to, I mean, compared to what? Like, I, hey, Colorado. I don't know. If you, yeah, there's parts of every other state <laughs> that's is, gorgeous as well. I think there's. I think uh, the Pacific Northwest is gorgeous. Right. Well. 
Oh, can we can well, we can we hold the, can we hold this at the time of this at the time of this writing? Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's pretty boisterous to say we're the fairest state of all the well, West, what? and also if it, we're saying like we're very Kansas. fair and you know, I don't I don't I don't think fair is in like uh, like we, fair fair yeah uh, I think you're not being fair. I think it's like I be- think it's beauty, it's, but it's still boisterous. Yeah, it's boisterous in either connotation. But well, that's what you got to do. You got to have state pride, right? Yeah, well, if you're going to write a song about your state, you got to have state pride. Let's look up home on the range lyrics. Hold on one second. I should know them. Oh, give me a home with the Buffalo room. Home on the. No, home. that's not it. Look, oh, I it just is. got paid. Home on the range lyrics. Who wrote home on the range? Uh, I did. <laughs> you arranged it, you fuck. Uh, Gene Autry. <gasps> oh, did Gene Autry get paid for that? I don't know. Oh, give me a home where the Buffalo room, where the deer and the antelope play. Where seldom is heard a discouraging word. Except for, except for bastardizing. <laughs> yeah, where <laughs> seldom is heard a discouraging word. Yeah, don't, don't bastardize. Don't, don't bastardize. Home, home on the range, where the deer and the antelope play. Where seldom is heard a discouraging word, and the skies are not cloudy all day. Uh, same fucking line. Yeah. Uh, where the air is so pure, and the zephyrs so free. The, and the zephyrs. Breeze, zephyrs? Oh, yeah, you're right. Well, fuck it. I'm pretty sure I pronounced it right in the song. Anyway, and the breeze so balmy and light. Uh, that I would exchange my home on the range for all the cities so bright. Uh, home on the range, blah, 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 of course. How often at night when the heavens are bright with the light of the glittering stars, I stand there amazed and I ask as I gaze, does their glory exceed that of ours? Now talk that's nice. St- now that's nice. And here's the deal. He's talking about the stars. The stars. He's not talking about that's the actual poetic. land. That's poetic, though. That's poetic. How often at night when the heavens are bright with the light of the glittering stars, great, glittering stars, yeah. great, I stand there amazed and I ask as I gaze, does their glory exceed that of ours? I think that's, that's, that's good, nice. That's good enough to get your uh, first place in an eighth grade poetry contest, yes. Oh, I would say in high school. That might be a thesis. <laughs> that might have been high school. Okay. High school poetry contest. Okay, so you, you when haven't it was been to enough open mic nights to hear <laughs> shitty poetry. Where probably not. I like that it's a question. I always like this in lyrics. I was I always thought the best lyrics ask questions. Yeah. Because when you're asking a question, by the way, which one of you is pink? Sure. Yep. But um, but when you ask a question, you're not saying you have the answers. It's up for the audience and oh. the listener to to come up with the answer. If you're asking a question. Bob Marley did this all the time, and a lot of other musicians. And what bands. is love? Could you be loved? Could you be loved? That's what it is. Then be loved, you know. But uh, the but the asking of questions in a lyric, I think, really makes that lyric so much stronger oh. because you're not being, uh, you're not being boisterous. You're not being like a uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of here? Uh, I mean, is there a song that you could write where it's all questions? Yeah, that's a that's a that'd be a good. Uh, Stop, that'd children! What's that sound? Everyone asks what's going around. I mean, that'd be a fun uh, exercise. Yeah, I bet. I think if you look at a lot of great songs that are written, um, you know, I think a lot of them have more of a questioning tone than than you would think of. Songwriters use this one hack to make a really cool song. Yeah, ask a goddamn question. Ask a goddamn question, not just uh, not just tell you things. Yeah, don't just list <laughs> off things that you're seeing around your house, you know, or around <laughs> your your area. <laughs> things that are around my area. Yeah. Look at oh, Iowa from Mississippi's glorious stream to wherever. Home Missouri. on the range is better than the song of Iowa. No doubt. Uh, I think that there's a difference. I think it might be the best song written in a prison, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, well, okay. Well, that's a good Google search. Hold on one second. No, don't Google I'm best like, songs written best in songs. prison. I think it's going to get a rich tapestry of songs written in prison. I Don't get best. me wrong. I, there is a rich tapestry of songs written in best prison. Songs. Go on. I don't know uh, whether or not... Uh, I feel I, I'm gonna go ahead and put a, go out on a limb, and I'm gonna go and say the state song of Iowa, Oh Iowa, is not on there at all, at all. What are some of the best songs written while in prison? Yeah. Experts one two three dot com. Come on now. Come on. Oh no, this is garbage. No, I don't want to listen. Okay. Nope. We're not no. gonna do it. Uh, no, I don't want this. Folsom Prison Blues was not written in fucking prison, guys. It's about a prison. It was performed at a prison. Uh, Thirteen great prison songs. You you must hear. But I don't think that's I don't think that's written in prison. Uh, uh I see. I think see, this ten is works written in prison. Okay. Listverse.com. No, okay. okay. Uh, okay. Okay. The to Althea to Othella from prison. Richard Loveless. No. Well, these are these are uh, these works. Are, these, these are, are like books. Books. Books written and letters written in prison. Now, you and I know a lot of things, and we can speak for hours on books written in prison, right? Uh, no. Here's the deal. <laughs> I, I love, like, I love prison movies. Did man. I say something? Did we talk about prison movies? We've talked about prison Have movies. Have we talked about how much I love prison movies? Yeah. I love prison movies, man. I really do. They give you a nice world to you live know, in, it's, ironically. It, my thing is, is, it's all about innovation. Mm-hmm. It's all about innovation. And that's what makes prison so interesting. Do you have it, a favorite prison movie? Oh gosh, um, Tango and Cash. <laughs> no, not ta- not Tango and Cash. Do you like Tango and Cash? Um, I don't think I've really watched it. You should watch it as an adult. Ah. I I I, why, I've, I watched it as a child, like mm-hmm. like not infant, but I watched it probably uh, when Tango and Cash came out was 90 or 89. No, no, 90, no, 94. No, no. Tango and Cash came out 90, maybe 91. No, you're wrong. I'm telling you right now, you fuck. I'm telling you right now. 1989. 1989. You were totally wrong. <laughs> 1989. Tango and Cash. But you haven't seen it. <laughs> uh, so I watched it like, no. As a, ch- I, I watched it as a child. First off, wait, wait. Have you ever been to prison? I've never been to prison. Do you ever want to go? Uh no. <laughs> I've heard it's bad. I've heard but not even for the experience. No, not even for the experience, man. Mm. Um, so yeah. So, so I. So you've it. never been to prison? No. I let's just get that on the record right now. Okay. I've never been to prison. Um. So. <clears throat> and you don't want to go? No. Why would you want to go? For the experience, yeah. I mean, I don't want to do that. That's what they're just imagine. <laughs> so yeah, I watched Tango in, in Cash like as a six-year-old. Let's just let everyone know we have not found a good article about songs, songs written, written in, prison. in prison. We're not skipping over this. We just haven't found a good thing. Okay, we don't want to hear songs about, about prison. We all know those songs. And then I, I don't even know Thin Lizzy's Jailbreak was a good song. Okay, we all know that. You know, but Thin also, Lizzy never went to jail. Anyway. Also, uh, ACDC's Jailbreak 76. That's That was on that list, too. And so it's <sighs> Folsom Prison Blues, and it gets into Johnny Cash, and I have a problem with Johnny Cash. Not the person, but the people that listen to Johnny Cash. But anyway, uh, go on. Yeah. We'll come back. We'll circle back to my problem with people listening to Johnny my Cash. My favorite prison movie is probably, oh, I, what's, the, what's the Robert, uh, uh, The Last Castle? 
Uh, Never Robert, seen that one. Robert Redford. James Gandolfini. James Gandolfini playing an asshole. Hmm. Really good. I've never seen it. Uh, let's see. Mark Ruffalo. He's also in it. The Hulk. The Hulk. The current Hulk. Uh, who else is in it? Not Barry Peppers, but a Barry Peppers lookalike. <laughs> he's in it. What about Con Air? Uh, Con Air is. Do you I, consider I, Con Air a prison movie? Sure. Yes. I will. I will go ahead and accept Con Air okay. as a prison movie. Yes. Uh, was it Escape from Alcatraz starring Clint Eastwood? Uh, I think I hate him, but yeah, you don't like Clint Eastwood. That's fine. What about yeah. Midnight Run? Uh, here's the deal. Like I watched Midnight Run once as an adult. Like mm-hmm. in whenever Netflix started streaming stuff, okay. like when they started streaming things like in '07 or whatever it was. So it's been since then, and I like watched it. I'm like, oh, what is this? I think what it was. An, I think it was an influential I love travel Char- movie. I love Charles Grodin. <laughs> you say <laughs> one more bad thing about Charles Grodin. <laughs> you say you one thing more. about Charles Grodin. Uh, this is fu- we're fucking we're done. done. We're done. We're done. We are Charles Grodin. Oh, Shawshank oh, Redemption. We didn't even fucking talk about Shawshank. Uh, that's pretty good. That's yeah, Cool Hand Luke. That's a, that's a great fucking wait. Is Shawshank? No. Red- wait, 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 okay. wait, wait. Slow yes. you down. Slow Kay. down. Slow down. Okay. Slow. You're talking prison movies, Bobby. I know. You're getting, I'm excited. I know. I'm getting excited. Just breathe. Preferably not into the microphone. Please don't do that. Yeah. All right. Okay. Is Shawshank Redemption better than The Last Castle? Um, this is. It's difficult to extrapolate culture from the actual work. You know what I mean? Saying like having Shawshank Redemption is a very good movie. Uh, I like Frank Darabont a lot as a director, mm-hmm. and uh, but it's a prison I, movie. I, and it's a prison movie. Do I think Last Castle is? The problem is that I haven't. I'll rewatch Last Castle every three years ish. I'm just saying, putting that okay. like on average, yeah, just because I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just like in I, I've got an itch right now. Like mm-hmm. I mean, it's been one of those things where it's just like. I've seen it a couple times come up like in my streaming services. It's just like, is it time to rewatch the uh, last castle? And it, it's getting close. So I need it, a little higher register. It's a little bit time to watch the uh, last castle. It's getting close. It's okay. getting, it's getting close. So I really enjoy, I enjoy that film. I think it's a, re- I think it's a really well structured film. Uh, not to say that Shawshank is, is not, but I have not seen the last castle as many times as I've seen Shawshank. How about that? Now this goes back to your childhood yeah. and how the access to cable television. First time I watched Shawshank Redemption was on CBS. CBS. Yeah, of all things. Gotcha. Because that was one of those movies that was constantly on. Yeah. So I felt like I, I I've seen bits and pieces of Shawshank right. for most of my life. Yeah. Without actually ever seeing it until I sat down and finally watched it. Yeah. You know, so it was one of those movies like you'd, ca- you'd, you'd always bits be and on. Pieces, yeah. Which is a weird thing. Yeah. I mean, it's. It, because it wasn't a huge box office movie. Mm-mm. If if anything, it was because of the syndication yeah. on cable that it became the the you know appreciated yeah. the way that it was. It was always yeah. a great film, but it just wasn't appreciated, right? Right. Clancy so, Brown. I love the fuck out of Clancy Brown. It's it's a great movie. I I think for a prison movie, it gives a pretty good uh pretty good indication yeah. of what prison at that time would have been like. Yeah. You know. Anyway. So it's good. Uh, but I, I see what you're saying because culturally, it's probably the most accessible prison movie because people have seen it I, so yes yes a lot of people have seen it and just people dare i say jerking off all over it uh le grand it de 
the Gondor illusion. I've not seen that. It's I've not not, yeah, I've not seen this World War One. Two French soldiers are captured in a prison. That's a POW movie. That's a different movie. That's a, it's a war prison. movie. That's a war prison movie. I, I it's a little feel, bit. It's a little bit different. I feel it's different. I feel like then Saving Private Ryan is a jail movie. No. I'm just saying. Cool uh, Hand Luke is. I did like Cool Hand. Cool Luke. Hand Luke is a great fucking movie. Like it's I it's really fucking that. good. Um, Green Mile. Well, I, once I, again, here's here's my it. hot take. Here's my hot take. Uh, Paul Newman is a superior actor to Clint Eastwood. Yeah, I'll stand by that. Okay, cool. Yeah, right. I'll allow that. The Green Mile. Green Mile, another Frank Darabont movie. I I fucking hated the cover of this. It always looked like Tom Hanks was a fucking nutcracker. Like it looks. <laughs> oh, that's a weird thing. It, it always looks like he is just like a wooden toy from yeah, uh, from the weird, past. That's a weird thing to say. D- doesn't it I've look nev- like that? Though? I guess I've never thought I've, about I've, it that way. Having worked at Mister Movies and looked at the Green Mile quite a bit. Here's the interesting thing about like Green Mile is just like I feel like it. Its runtime was just a touch too long. I I I don't mm. know if that was like on purpose to like show like. You know, hey, it sucks to live forever, kind of a thing, or or what? But mm-hmm. I like that movie a lot. You know who was great in that movie? Fucking uh, what's his name? Michael Clark Duncan. Well, uh, Michael Clark Duncan's Bonnie great. Hunt. No, uh, Bonnie fucking. Hunt. You're saying Bonnie Hunt wasn't I mean, great? No, David Morse is great in it as well. Uh, what's his name? Who's the guy? Who's Mike? Sam Rockwell. Tom Sam, Hanks. Sam Sam Rockwell. Oh, is well, a fucking. You're right. He's God. a. F- when God. is Sam Rockwell not great? <laughs> Sam Rockwell. He's got just such a Would wife. you kiss Sam Rockwell on the mouth? I would kiss Sam I'd Rockwell. I'd kiss him right on the just, mouth. Just a little bit. Mm. I love you. Mm. Just give him a big hug and just like, I just thank you. Can thank I you for everything you do. Uh, uh, and then now American uh, History X. American History X, I, I've i only seen it maybe once or twice. Oh, I love this movie. And it's I, not because of my, uh, you know, you know, neo-Nazi. Uh, well, I mean, that, <laughs> here's the deal. I'll watch anything Ed Norton, Ed Furlong's in. <laughs> Any of the Eds, okay? All the Eds. Eddie Norton, Eddie Furlong. Yeah, uh, I feel like The you're... dad from Boy Meets World. Um, boom. Oh, yeah. Beverly D'Angelo. <laughs> like, no. Mm. This is a great fucking movie. The fat guy from... Uh, from from uh, Mallrats. From Mallrats. And Ethan the... Suppley. <laughs> he, and he was like... A fucking a bear, like a bear of a dude now. Yeah. Like, and he'll fuck you up. Yep. That's so funny. No, I, I thought this I lo- was I a- love the idea of him like he was a neo-Nazi. Like the- like That Edward gro- Norton? No, or grossly obese. Ethan Suppley. Ethan Suppley. It's like, just like, I am, I, I am part of the superior race. <laughs> and when you see like current pictures of Ed Furlong, it's just like, I am the superior race. I get it. Like, I, I'm on board. Yep. I think what this movie does is do uh, it does a great job of- Showing people trapped in a world they were born into, mm, yeah, which I think is really all like racism. Is, I mean, it's all life is honestly. Yeah. I mean, it's it's reason why we were talking about Ozarks earlier. How many this people is the are reason trapped? Why I'm fucking defending Iowa. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, exactly. Let's, let's not fucking fool right. ourselves. Yeah, the, yeah. the fairest state for, <laughs> of all the West. I think. States. I think there's. I think a there's a case. To, there's a case to be made there. Okay. <laughs> Some people are just, you know, they're just born you're into the bo- world. When you're born into Iowa, you have to fucking defend it with all your might, even though it's a shitty song that some guy wrote in prison to the same tune of uh, Maryland's Saint song and Otanabom. Like it's, it's okay, uh, it's fine. But this goes back to kind of my point, though, of like where 
you're so scared to go against the zeitgeist. You're so scared to go. It's it's very hard, especially when you're looking at something oh, like yeah. neo-Nazi yeah. skinheads and everything like that. Yeah. To be, you know, you're born into the world. You're yeah. going. You're 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 just going with the flow, which is very much what this American History X is showing. Like Edward Furlong's character is just going along with his older <laughs> right. brother's flow. Right. He's just like any other younger brother looking up to his older brother, yeah. right? And then his older brother has a change of heart through life experience. And has to do the very hard thing of going against. Hey, hey, I was wrong. I was wrong. I'm sorry. I fed you a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, but I didn't fully understand it was bullshit. Exactly, and then and that's why this movie is great because it shows that kind of growth of like, mm. which in in a in a perfect world, which we don't live in, which is what prison should be is yeah. reform and you know it's not Instead, at all, it's all segregation. <laughs> it's just all, they immediately segregate <laughs> and then immediately go into clans, but. Um, but but that's idealistically, I guess, what you, you know you would like to see. So, but everyone gets caught up on the the curb stomp scene, right? Well, because it's, it's fucking it's it's very uncomfortable. It's it's interesting. You were uncomfortable with the curb stomp scene. <laughs> uh, you yeah. oh, well, that's fine. Well, what a hot take from you. You hot were take. uncomfortable with that. Okay. I it's, was I I was uncomfortable with I that was, curb actually, stomp. Scene. I was encouraged. I was like emboldened by it. I was like, oh yes, this is exactly what I want to see in cinema. Is more people <laughs> getting fu- like. And I remember, like, as a child, as I say as a child, this movie came out in 98, but as I'm, like, people talking about that fucking scene is just like, what's, I don't, okay, you're describing what's happening, okay, I don't, sure, and then then I watch and it's like, oh, fuck, (laughs) yeah. I've never seen a curb stomp, but they got it right. They got it, (laughs) they got it right this time. Yeah. Uh, It's just, uh, yeah, it's. But that's the thing, thing, too, with, like, movies that, you know. That, I remember that was the introduction to this movie. Was like, oh my god, the curb stomp, and it happens very early on in the movie. So yeah, you're like, your first five minutes or whatever. Yeah, you're not like the th- the reason why most people put this movie in. They they see right away, and they're like, oh, okay, was well, that it? That's all I'm supposed to watch from now yeah. on. But then you get no, sucked into the story. You're you supposed to sit there and watch him grow and change. In, exactly, and yeah. accept <laughs> accept what's wrong with his life. Which which I do feel there's a little bit of like a Django Unchained like. You, you know there's a disconnect why there's people a disconnect. watch people yeah well it's like people who are sitting there and i'm trying to think of you know rooting for tyler jordan you know yeah. you know you're watching this for the wrong reasons yeah you are missing the point you're, of what they're you're, going you're after. missing the point yeah okay okay anyway. uh number six uh the great escape uh i like this another good movie the problem with this movie though is that i love prison movies and i love prison escape movies right but then like then there's this very dramatic, not very like, it's not a hard turn, but mm-hmm. it's a very different movie that lasts half hour, 45 minutes. You're, that's an interesting distinction to make because prison movies, I think when, when I first think of prison movies, I'm like, escape, escape. I want to get out. Shawshank Redemption, yeah. I want to get out. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> Con Air, I want to get out. Right. Something like American History X or even The Green Mile, yeah. like something like that, like, <laughs> It's not about getting out. Right. You're in it. Yeah. And you're going to do this until it's done. Like for some it's death. For some it's you get out. And that's, you know, that's an element of Shawshank Redemption, you know, where you get out. I always found that to be probably the most interesting part of Shawshank Redemption is when you get out and you're so used to prison, you can't get. Uh, that's you can't adjust to real life anymore. You you got. Hey, you want to talk about like being shitty, like not reforming? That's it. Yeah, because you, you get, I mean, you're, you're built into a system. You're built into a system, and then you learn how to operate within the system, which yeah. I feel is any kind of outside 
outside the parameters of how you would normally make money people can either like going to jail going to prison is just part of your you know, it's it's like going to college for some people. I mean, yeah. to, just to create an analogy. Well, no, hold on. That's that's a very common phrase. Like, you know, it's in you the learn, mob. It's in all this stuff. Learn, yeah, like prison is a college for criminals, and yeah. that's that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, startup. Have you ever heard of this movie? I've never no. heard of this movie. No. Nope. I am a fugitive uh, from a chain gang. No. Nope. Never heard of that. Nope. Literal. No. Nope. This is a. This is by the way. This is a. Wait, Malcolm X. Uh, this is a like a generated this is not like a someone's list this is somebody's list so this i is don't consider time. chicago to be a prison <laughs> uh i never watched the, the name of the father or brother where art thou sure okay where's i Pap- think the list has fallen off where's papillon oh. a prophet a prophet is a vi- like a prophet is a uh french movie mm-hmm. and that was very good i really like that movie as well Get like, this. It's a young Algerian man is sent to a French prison. Yep. And that's about and it. And that's it. That, well, that's all you need, folks. And it's it's about him and he b- becomes uh Ooh, get the gringo. And Bronson. Did you enjoy Bronson? I've never seen Bronson. <laughs> you should watch Bronson. Why? Uh fucking Ed Hardy is the Tom Hardy's the fucking best, man. Tom Hardy like it's just it's bonkers. It's it's about a, it's about a dude who like spent like his entire life in prison like he'd get out he'd he like he went in for like mm-hmm. a simple assault yeah right and then due to it like assaulting and murdering people in prison like mm-hmm. had to stay in prison he'd get to out stay for, in prison and then he'd get out for like a week or whatever and then immediately go do it again. immediately go do it again yeah. and just he was just like a fucking sociopath well here's the thing with people you know, w- with anybody. Oh, that it's was fucking Nicholas Winding for Refn. That dude makes some weird fucking movies. That guy makes some fucking weird shit, dude. Okay, and I believe great. you. I yeah. believe you. Did you Here's what I think. Go watch Neon. Neon. Yeah. Okay. Neon. I will. So Not okay. Do it. When when I when we <laughs> when when we had our movie review show, like me and the other guy. The other. Guy. The other guy. <laughs> Uh, friend of the show, the friend, other of the, guy. friend of the show, the other guy. When we had our movie review, I had a movie review show called Movie Trolls, and that cannot be found on YouTube, by the way. That can't be found on YouTube because too many very controversial hot takes. Not really. No. <laughs> Transformers <laughs> Two was not as good as the Trans- first one. <laughs> Bold statement. <laughs> um, no. So it was like I'm like, what is this weird neon movie? There's a movie just called Neon. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it is, what, what is this? What mm-hmm. is this nonsense? Fucking went and watched it. And I'm like, what the fuck did I just watch? And and it's something where it's like, nobody around me would ever go watch this movie. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I can't like explain the plot to my wife and talk to her about it. You're doing a great job of explaining it. And, and then it's just like, okay, Josh, you have to please, for the love of God, go watch this movie. And then we can fucking just sit there and talk about it. Actually, let's go watch it together, please. And then I can watch it for a second time. And I can really fucking understand what the fuck's happening here. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, what the fuck? And he's like, finally, I have someone that I can talk to about this weird ass fucking You movie. can commiserate that you it's, just saw it's something not crazy. Co- it's not, yeah, it's, it's just seen something great. It's like that Lewis Black joke. Do you remember that Lewis Black joke? He's got a couple of them, but yeah, <laughs> go on. Getting- yeah. Lewis Black, he's like, can't ever hear something just absolutely so fucking nonsense. And if you had somebody else with you, you could sit there and just look yeah. at each other and like, 
Well, that was crazy. That made no sense. One time, I heard a lady say, if it wasn't for that horse, I wouldn't have gotten into college. Yeah. yeah and no one else heard this statement. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't talk to him. He's like, hold on. If it wasn't a, for a horse, giddy up, giddy up, giddy up. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have gotten into college, an institution high learning. How the fuck does that make any fucking sense? And I just hear it for like there's a second and it's checking your head. Yeah. That was like neon. That was neon for me. Here's here's a little uh, real life situation <laughs> I had with that. I don't think I've told you this yet, but uh, it, it was it was one of those things. I was I was going to a friend's house for dinner. So okay. I stopped at a local gas station Go to on. pick up a six pack of beer to bring over. All right. So I'm classy listening. move. Classy move because you never show up and can't. That's just any, for anyone out there going to any place. Don't show up empty handed. It's just it's rude. You know, okay. just don't do it. Yeah, uh, just don't do it. You know, sure. just don't. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so I I'm listening to a podcast as I'm one to do because I don't want to interact with people in the world. I don't really care about listening to shitty music in the gas station or anything like that. I'm a huge fan. Yeah, but you listen to podcasts all the fucking time. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, so I, I'm I'm in I'm inside in this gas station is not very big. So not a very big gas station. Okay. We're talking four cars that can possibly fit in the gas station itself. <sighs> okay. Right? Right. So I have to pull into like the gas station, like the, the the gas pump. I have to pull by a gas pump when I'm not getting gas just to park. And I go in and there's a line because there's it's not a very big place. Yeah. And I grab a six pack of beer and I stand at the end of the line and I notice that there's just this couple at the front of the, the they're causing the holdup. Okay. Okay. And I look at this and I'm like, oh, this might actually be worth listening to so i pause my fucking podcast and and the the teller is like hey, you need to try you need to try it again you need, i'm not gonna do any accents because there was accents all around i'm just gonna okay. i'm gonna do straight you know boom you're not gonna know any of these people okay sure but the teller was just like you, you gotta you gotta try it again he's like and then the guy is like i i don't know why why isn't it working why is it, it should this should work why isn't this working and the girlfriend's like I think you just need to leave it in longer. I just think you just need to like leave, like just put it in, like let let it stay, yeah. right? let it stay, and everything like that. And he, he, he puts it in again, and they're buying a they're buying a big bottle of liquor. That's all they're buying, all right? Big bottle of liquor. Okay. And uh, he, and he does it again, and the guy's like, "All right, just let, now, just like let it stay, like just don't keep, touch don't it. don't touch don't it, touch don't it. it." He's like, "All right, this is fucking bullshit," is what the the guy put in the cart, and he's like, "This is fucking bullshit," you know, and. Uh, so finally, they they go through and the, it finally bah, goes through. Bah, 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 bah. And they well, no, the transaction goes through. Yeah, the transaction goes through. Yeah. And the guy's like, finally, fucking bullshit, like blah blah. He's like talking shit about like the fact that this guy's the, clearly just the, the fact the, that the, ch- the how customer, a ship reader works. The customer has clearly just been pulling it out too quickly. That was clearly the problem. Like yeah. the card worked fine. Yeah. Like there was whatever it was a debit or credit card. I'm pretty sure it was a credit card or whatever. But it was working. It was yeah. working. He just was yeah. pulling it out too soon. And but it to him it was like this is fucking bullshit. This, this is stupid, fucking dumb, dumb, fucking dumb. All right. And then I'm still listening. And then he uh, and then he asks as it, the guy's giving him his receipt. He's like, "You guys got any cups?" <laughs> and, the guy, and the guy's like, "No, no, no." He's like, "This is fucking bullshit." And he fucking walks out. <laughs> and I'm like. And I immediately had to take out my phone. I'm like, I have to write this down. I have to write this down because th- this guy just just went through. He was holding the line up for however long because then the line, I mean, we were probably five deep. Yeah. The line went incredibly fast. Yeah. Like I was out within two minutes Like of like, five people checked out within the amount of time that it took for this guy to like do this whole fucking process. Drunk asshole shows up and buys a liter and a half of shitty vodka. Uh, some, yeah, something. And- doesn't understand how the chip reader works. Yeah, won't listen to anybody it about how it works. How it won't listen to it. Inclu- and from prompts on the screen to the gentleman across to his the, girlfriend. 
no one. Yeah. And it's then fu- it's fucking bull- and getting pissed, getting pissed. At the getting same, like, like, this is fucking stupid. Agitated. It's fucking stupid. And then ha- has the audacity to ask, hey, do, do you, you have any cups? You got any cups? Hey, do you got any cups? <laughs> <laughs> and then I remember because I was looking at the teller and I was like, and he's just like, no. 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 It's fucking. No. And then he immediately went to, this is fucking bullshit. Fucking bullshit. And he walked out. You're supposed to have cups like, just for me to have. <laughs> like. Why don't you just have cups behind this guy? I just need two. <laughs> it's like, what am I supposed to, to take fucking pulls off this handle? <laughs> I got this handle of absolute. Fuck. I know. I was just like, <laughs> wasn't a handle of absolute? I, I'm pretty sure it was a whiskey. It was brown. It was brown. Just Kessler's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it wasn't a handle. It wasn't a handle. It was. Okay. It was probably just a, a point seven five. Yeah, point seven five. But it, yeah, no, I was just like. The dude fucking had the balls to ask for cups. for cups. And then and then when he said no to a clearly like ridiculous question. Fucking bullshit. This is fucking bullshit. This is bullshit. You're supposed to have cups for me. Yeah. Why don't you have cups for me? And then Please. He, and then he and this is the other thing too. It's like now he goes on the rest of his night oh. and he thinks he was wronged. Can you be fucking believe that? The fucking they got fucking broken shit and they don't fucking explain and he's a fucking foreigner and all this shit. Yeah. And, and here's the fucking kicker, guys. They have fucking cups. Yeah, he's telling the story. <laughs> he's the they, I from like a completely different perspective. I fucking went through. I went through and I bought this. It couldn't like they're wouldn't shit, take my card because it's racist. Their shit's fucked up, and the guy's a fucking foreigner, probably Al Qaeda. And here's the deal, guys. They even have fucking cups. Yeah, I asked just to ask for fucking, some cups. I just asked for some fucking cups, guys. Yeah, fucking bullshit. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I had, to, I had to write it down, and I couldn't write it. That's how quickly the I line. Could, I, I couldn't write it down fast. I enough, literally couldn't guy. write it down fast enough because then I had guy. to go check out because the other the guy the teller was <laughs> on his shit. Like he got yeah, he's like, well, he's like, I need to get all these motherfuckers out of here because yeah. I know one of these is gonna one more person is gonna ask for a fucking cup. Ironically, <laughs> I should have asked for a cup at the end. Uh, like, do you have so any cups? Do you have any cups? Though? And the guy's like funny you ask <laughs> Dude, oh, shit, you can't do that yeah, yeah. you can't do that oh the shit guy, the guy was just spearing in from the fucking window <laughs> motherfucker he did have cups I walk out and like hey fucking guys I got all the cups Stephanie I fucking knew it he had fucking cups she looked more like a Lisa yeah oh, you're, Lisa. you're right yeah yeah <laughs> Stephanie and Lisa out <laughs> hunting for cups. Fuck. <laughs> That's fucking ridiculous. It is It is uh, like the Lewis Black joke. If it wasn't for this horse, I wouldn't have gone. If it wasn't for this horse, I wouldn't have gone to college. I wouldn't have gone to college. Hey, do you guys got any cups? Got any oh. fuck off? What are you talking about? Fucking, fucking cups. But at least everybody in the fucking line could look at each other and say, I wish we had that moment of like, <laughs> everyone like, what the, what the fuck is this guy going on about? Fucking cops we all were being polite of like okay just like no one was doing like it it was innocuous he was getting frustrated and he probably was just taking he was just taking the card he wasn't waiting for the prompt which we've all been there i've done it before but That's also a shitty seinfeld episode by the way it is a shitty seinfeld episode it, and then, then he asked for cups. here's the right ready for this george is the guy who's always the preemptive <laughs> he pulls it out <laughs> i don't yeah. want to well sometimes it'll sometimes it'll go through and you don't get charged anything <laughs> What are you doing? Yeah, it's always. It's okay. You're far too early pulling this out. <laughs> you gotta wait. You, for you gotta wait. You gotta wait for that beep. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so it's a problem. Oh, <laughs> I know. Hold on. I know what's going on here. I understand. Hold on. Wait. 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 No, George. We got have the scam. a whole segment 
of creating a Seinfeld <laughs> episode. So let's just let the okay. let the title play through. Like we have, we should have like some music where we're like, we're going to make because an episode of Seinfeld right now. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Now we'll make an episode of Seinfeld. Okay, so here's the deal, George. What's the deal, George? He he was told, he was told that it's a whole scam. Mm-hmm. The car- chip reader. The thing. chip reader. Yeah. He was told by a guy on the east side that here's the deal: if you pull the card right before. If you pull it right, it's like Mario Kart. Like if you press <laughs> the button before in between the two uh, the two lights, yeah. you'll get a zoom. Yeah. You'll go. If, but if you pull it just right, you won't get charged. You won't get charged. And, also, and it will go through. It will go through. It's a loophole. It's a loophole. Yeah. So and you got to like figure it out. You got to try it. And here's the deal. Kramer and his friend Bob Sacamano. He's, he's <laughs> they did it. He's, 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 he's good at it. He's, he's really good he's at it. He's fully worried. But I, you know, Kramer doesn't do it just because, you know, he's uh, he's a fine, upstanding citizen. Kramer doesn't trust credit cards. I pay cash for everything. You know I, this. I don't do it. <laughs> I have a debit card. <laughs> I don't, I don't, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that's definitely. I don't like scores of anything, Jerry. Anyway. I don't think I pay for cash for absolutely everything, and quite frankly, if given the chance, but Bob Sacamano, I'm gonna, I'll pay a change. But my friend Bob Sacamano, he's he, uh, he's really good. He's at it. really good. At it. He, you know what it is? He's got perfect. He's, he's you know, some <laughs> doesn't have a perfect pitch. He's got perfect uh, he's fucking got perfect pull. <laughs> perfect pull. <laughs> <laughs> just pulls it out at the right time. Why don't, why don't you just pay? It like you're literally buying a Snapple and a pack of gum. I don't. <laughs> But this if you pull it out, it's right. It's in between the uh, you know transaction processing and then remove the card. Yeah. If you pull it, Cut pull it. It's, it's some say it's on the third dot. You know when the little dots are going through, like the little dot dot dot. And you got to throw it on the, like yeah. in between the second dot and the third dot. If you pull it in between them, and the last time through, the last time through the cycle, if you pull it through there, it goes through as a transaction, but you don't get charged anything. Okay, that's a pretty good A story, by the way. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, good. Yeah. So and then uh, so he goes through. The the thing is like the bit is that because he does it at the end, like the end the end going into the end credits mm-hmm. is that he's trying to do it and he like he keeps fucking it up like a third or fourth time and then as he's like getting trying to do it like for the like fifth time, then the place comes in and gets robbed and takes all his money. Well, what if he has to go somewhere? I feel I feel like that's the thing. Like he's got he's like under a time crunch to get somewhere, but he's like really obsessed with like he's just trying to do it. Like he's got to buy. It's kind of like Jerry. the marble loaf. It's kind of like the marble loaf where he's got to buy it before he goes to the the party. But he's just he's he's trying the entire time. He's got to get someone. Maybe he has to catch a plane, and he's like trying to get on a plane, and he's trying to like he he doesn't want to pay the expensive price for overpriced airplane snacks, and so he's at the airport trying to do it at the gift yeah. place, and he misses his flight. To go to a very important. That's meeting. not bad. That's not bad. Yeah, it's just where he's way like George's way too fixated. Maybe he's still working with the Yankees. He's eh, got to go. Maybe, maybe yeah. that's it. Maybe it's maybe it's Jerry that like it's Jerry's trying it for the first time. Or maybe like no, or maybe like the f- person in front of him is <laughs> is doing it, and that's what's <laughs> that's causing. That's right. Yep. So the person in front of Jerry, or maybe it's maybe it's like a undercover cop who's at <laughs> the the, uh, the he's like. Oh, you try to do that sly pull, huh? You're under arrest. You understand that this is credit card fraud. <laughs> I wasn't trying to do anything. I was just trying to make my flight. Now the question is, what's Elaine doing in all this? Mm. Uh, that is a, the that's, question. That's a real. Question. I always wondered what Elaine was doing. Uh, did you? 
Yeah. Well, forever I went, I did not like Elaine, but I love Julia Louise Dreyfus. She's great, isn't she? She's fantastic. How much Veep did you watch? Um, first season. I think yeah. I got through one season. It's it was always a show. I'm like, okay, I'm happy it exists. Like yeah. I don't, I don't need to watch it. I I I watched all of it. It felt like if I'm watching Veep, I can't watch Parks and Rec, or I have to choose between the two. Mm. Which seems. I know a child right. I love more. <laughs> <laughs> I've always just appreciated, uh, you know, the people that the Jason Batemans, Paul Reds, and Julie Louise Dreyfuses of the world that have just never mm-hmm. aged for my entire Fuck lifetime. It. Julie Louise Dreyfus. How like, old is she? How old is How old is Julie? JLD. Yeah, JLD. That's what, that's what we about. call her on the pod. That's the Fine. No, we don't. The thing is, how do you spell Dreyfus? That's about right. Yeah, did I nail it? Ooh, God, drive us. I I go with Wikipedia. I know you go with Wikipedia. It tells you the would age. You, now would you kiss? You don't Julie? have to do the math. I'd kiss Julie Louise Dreyfus. Oh, She's yeah. sixty-one years old. Jesus, you have no idea how much I'd kiss her on the mouth. I'd kiss her right on the mouth. Sixty-one years old. It's cute. She's yeah. been like she's looked that way without work done. Right. Whoa. I mean, I'm sure she's had like, work done, but she's, she's had, had work good done. work done. That was a great Veep episode. That where she had work done? Yeah. yeah. Did you ever see that one? No, no. Oh, she I had, only watched the first season. Yeah, you know, she was there was a Veep episode where she like went and uh, got like an eye job, and she had to. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a whole thing. You know where she, uh, the, but because she was vice president, they had to hide. You know why she was unable to be seen in public for like, oh, like a like a week or something, and everybody okay. was just absolutely confused. It wasn't like the <laughs> Joe Biden treatment where. You just go away. He's just not here right now. No, it was, no, no one asks. No one's like, "Hey, where's Joe at?" <laughs> right. I mean, there's. Hey, how many people do you think ask like, "Hey, uh, uh, Trump, where, where's Mike Pence at?" <sighs> no, no one gave a shit where Mike yeah. Pence was. No one gives a shit where Mike Pence is right now. Maybe it was when she was president too. Because I don't. Did she become president? She, she becomes president. So the show's a lie. <laughs> well, he, Spoilers. It's a great. It was a great bit because she was. Uh, her her, I don't remember if her president died or resigned or twenty fifth amendment. I can't remember, but she was the first. She was the first woman president, but she wasn't the first elected woman president, and it was like a real because like the that's who she's married to. She's married to Brad Hall, who you wouldn't recognize by name. Okay, who's Brad Hall? William Bradford Hall. We have the same middle name. I wonder if we're related. Me and Billy Hall over here. Yeah. Uh, I feel like you should like that. You should care a little bit more about this. Have you not recognized this guy? uh, This guy. He's on stuff. He's produced things. He's on stuff. Where do I recognize him from? Parks and Rec. He is Weston St. James. That's who he is. Yep, that's who I recognize. He was in one episode of Parks and Rec, Everything I Should Remember. Well, is that it? I'm just telling you, he played. Well, that's where I recognize him from. But he was on. An, his middle name is Bradford, which is uh, uh, my middle name. Uh, what else? Was it's a rare middle name, by the way. Just uh, so you know. Did I watch. I, I did watch Must Love Dogs. Oh, no, he was the executive producer. They've been married since 1987, which oh, is come nice on to them. see. Good on them. Can I love love is real, guys. Love is real, and love in Hollywood can be real. Love in Hollywood can be real. By the way, they they got divorced like this afternoon. By the way, just well, it was just time. It was just time, you know. 
Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know what you should really listen to? You should listen to the uh, Michael Schur podcast. Uh, podcast. Have you ever listened to his podcast? No, I didn't know Michael Schur had a podcast. He's got a podcast with a dude, and they talk about sports. I, would I haven't listened to it at all, but I, I did listen to him on Script Notes, Script Notes podcast. This episode's it? brought to you by Script Notes Podcast. It was really just like him and I Nathan mean, really likes listening to Craig it. I May- Craig, to Craig Mason was he's off doing a whatever show he's working on for HBO. What is it? What's the zombie show that he's working on for space off a video game? What's it called? I played Peacemaker. Video. No, it's a video game, not Dead by Daylight. The Righteous Gemstones. No, but there's a new episode that I haven't watched yet. Sopranos. No, it's it's not out yet. It's, I, it's I, a brand new one. Yeah, there's a with uh, Pedro Pascal mm-hmm. and whoever the little girl who played the what's it called? Uh, she was the uh, she was I, the bear queen. I love when you bring all this information. Yeah. of just factual stuff. No, to the wh- podcast. What's the? I'm trying to remember what's the what's the zombie get to, show. Get back to your point. Oh no! It just—it was very interesting. Michael Shear was, was, ho- was t- talking with uh, John August, okay, um, and just talking about uh, his process and talking about moral philosophy. It was very—it was very interesting, you know, just talking about, you know, how much like the idea, like how much goodwill was built up from from Michael Shear between The Office, and then more importantly, Parks and Rec and Brooklyn Nine Nine, and then they're like. Okay, here's the deal. I'm going to give you, NBC says, I'm going to give you a season to do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> it will immediately want to cancel this thing. Whatever whatever you want, yeah. okay, I'm going to give you a full fucking season. And Michael Scherz says, here's the weird thing, guys. Uh, I've been really dabbling in moral philosophy <laughs> for, the past, uh, for the past few years. He got a golden ticket. And so it was like, it's like, God, what I, I just want to like... Uh, I've been really into moral philosophy later lately, so can I just? I'm just gonna make a TV show where it's just based around like people learning about mm-hmm. moral philosophy, yeah. and they're like, uh But we're gonna call it the Good Place, and Christian Chenoweth is gonna be in it, or Christian Bell, who one of the Christian Bell, and we're gonna one of the perky blondes. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun quirky uh, TV show about the afterlife. Don't worry. Uh, Ted okay, Danson's but, gonna be in it, but we got Ted Danson. But really, we're just gonna sit there and hammer fucking moral philosophy. Yeah. <laughs> and I haven't. I've I've come so close to like pressing play on the good place. Um, I've come really. I, I need a little higher. Um, I like. I watched the entirety of the first season. Uh, like it's it's fun. Smack your lips a little bit more. Okay. It's really it, it's it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> Please don't do that. God damn it. Please don't do that. Oh my God. Please don't do that. It's, it's, it's a fun, it's an interesting, pro, it's an interesting program. Mm-hmm. I think it might do I well. I have to edit all that lip smacking out, by the way. Please don't do it. Stop doing it. Stop doing it. Stop doing it. Stop, 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 stop. I think it would do better with fewer episodes per season. And well, he's given a fucking golden ticket. <laughs> and also just. And, like here's 23 and episodes, get, and also get this not being on NBC, like <laughs> being able to push things just a little bit further. It's it's a very it's a it's an interesting concept. Mm-hmm. They do well with the concept. I, I think this is something you enjoy. Like 
I don't want to no spoilers here. Oh, okay. No spoilers. There's a real piece of shit. He's from Jacksonville, Florida. Oh. Wow. <laughs> just just like all like the I like, did live there. Yeah. They yeah. talk about like Jacksonville, Florida being like a fucking cesspool of the fucking nation. It's just it's it's mm. I feel sorry for Jacksonville, Florida sometimes when, it, when especially when he's talking about how the like his high school was just a boat. <laughs> Almost like half submerged in the fucking. Marino. I just I just remember being, well, I went to Alamakani Elementary School. It was it was sure, a lovely sure. little town. I'm sure it was lovely. Yeah, yeah but Michael sure is. It was a <laughs> it was a very interesting podcast. Just so they shit on Jacksonville a lot. Oh no 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 not not on the good place. Just I mean some. just a little bit just a little bit just some just some some. Oh, like, listen, it's got to be somewhere. And, you know, they end up. people shitting on Jacksonville. <laughs> well, especially just like the <laughs> fucking Jaguars. Like, just guy was guys really into the Jaguars. It's <laughs> like, yeah, man, we're fucking going all the way this year, man. They're going. <laughs> fucking going, man. At times they've made it farther than the Vikings have, so I wonder <laughs> if I've chosen correctly. <laughs> well, listen, I don't. I. No. Uh, g- the, the Jaguars haven't made it to the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm trying to think. The Mark Brunel. Let me think here. So it's been 1995, right? 1995. Yeah. That was when the expansion mm-hmm. uh, with. The, I don't think they've been to the Super Bowl, the but Panthers. I think they got like really fucking close. Same thing with the Panthers, right? Panthers never made it to the Super. Have, have made it to the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, they right? did. Yeah, they played the the Broncos. Oh, they did. Yeah. Yep. Within the last. Uh, oh, seven. Absolutely years. not. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoa. That's a black hole of a. Uh, They've made zero appearances. Okay, cool. So okay. the the Jaguars have not made the playoffs, same or that made the Super Bowl. They've made the playoffs. So same thing with seven the, and seven in the playoffs. Yeah, but hold on, the Panthers made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, with Cam Newton, they played uh, Peyton Manning in the uh, the Denver Broncos. So Peyton Manning won the Super Bowl with the with the Broncos. Oh, really? I want to say it was twenty fifteen. Wow. You want to you want to get an exact? No, I well, I mean, sure, just for the viewers, just for the, the listeners. We don't have viewers. No, for the viewers. <laughs> for the viewers. For all you special people that found the link to the, the viewers. Hey, guys, did you know that there's a secret? There's a secret link. You there's just a secret link to the video podcast version? Mm-hmm. Oh, and they also went in 2003, too. Yeah, with, uh, God damn it. Really? Yeah, with, uh, what's his face? That was the Janet Jackson, uh, that was the Janet Jackson wardrobe oh. malfunction. Oh, Yep. Uh, what was the quarterback? God damn it. Come on. Fucking the New England Patriots only beat him by three? Yep. The Fuck. Nipple slip? Here we go. That was a nip slip. It wasn't a nip slip. That was a wardrobe malfunction. That's the word. And I remember about. watching that in real time. It was so far away. You couldn't see it. Like, it was the alternative camera views. Like, that That actually caught. Oh, yeah. Like, they, they were the ones that revealed the actual nip slip. The, 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 when it actually happened, it was the wide shot, like the really wide, it wasn't wide that, shot. I, 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 I just I'm, specifically remember watching it in my buddy J.J. Cole's dorm room. So I remember being... Shout out to J.J. Um, we haven't talked in a while, but you know. At the 860. Uh, uh, Jake DeLome was the, or was the quarterback. No, I, like you could put his photo in a photo array right now and I would not be able to pick him out. He looks like most white guys. Okay. Here, ready? Again. Here, ready. Here's this hyperlink. White <laughs> well, guy. That's, Look at that's that guy. a good picture. Here's the deal. What, what I need from Reddit, right? Not Reddit, uh, from Wikipedia right now, is like I need a line of pictures of like, like halfway through. That's what I really need. Of halfway through what? Like, after that introduction, I need like a line of pictures of w- just to break this up. 
because so hold on one more one more keep me, this is where I want, this is where I want to picture like a line of pictures okay I'm just like like this or like a hyper yes yeah Ugh. do you just want no, Janet Jackson's breast is just a picture of Janet Jackson from that night looks like mm, no that's could that's be. not it could be could be she was could not be. wearing alligator leather that night from what I remember but the wardrobe uh, mouth. No one remembers Jessica Simpson, Ocean of Soul, Spirit of Houston, Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake, P. Diddy, Kid Rock, and Nelly. That's a fucking. <laughs> that's a fucking banger. If I've ever heard, fu- <laughs> that's like a mini Lollapalooza right there in your who your is living room. Ocean of Soul, right? Who is? Who, fuck the Spirit of Houston. The Spirit of Houston. Who the fuck are oh, oh, it's a marching band. It's a marching, it's a marching band. band. Uh, Spirit of Houston is also it's a marching a march. band. Uh, it's okay, all right. But who the fuck is Kid Rock? <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck's Kid Rock? Yeah, and at the end of the day, yeah, this could be a podcast. Phil Sims. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Jessica Simpson. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We really appreciate it. Be sure to check the links below. And thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. Be sure to give us a five-star review or any kind of review. We don't fucking care. Just give us a fucking review. Uh, you know, just do anything. But Nathan, what do you yeah, want? He, oh, here's the deal. Bobby's talking really fast because he wants to talk over the fact that his dog's going to run around upstairs. And so that's what's going on. Please leave us a five-star review saying, shut up that dog, please. Bye. Bye. Hi, ah, bye. I'm